I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about John Mayer and Kristen Cavallari and whether they might actually still be seeing each other, a deep dive into the Adam Levine cheating drama, the Saturday Night Live exodus, and my shocking confession about Blake Lively. We're discussing all of this with return guest and digital content creator, social commentator, and podcaster Lex Nico. Let's get started. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we have one of my favorite people, return guest and digital content creator and podcaster, Lex Nico. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. How have you been? 
I'm good. I wanted to talk to you. How is your uh, little ghost John doing? I was in your <laughs> after dark. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me you weren't freaked out by that. Uh, I was so freaked out. I was like, Karen, how are you doing this? Like, there was no part of me that could sleep last night because I was like, is there a little ghost in my apartment? Like, what is happening? Okay. So for anyone who was not in the Do Me After Dark episode last night, it is saved. Um, we had a resident psychic, Karen Reese, there giving everyone readings. She's wonderful. And in between readings, Karen needs a reset. So her and I just like chat. Like that's what we do. We just like <laughs> chat. And in one of the breaks between readings, she just casually mentioned that I have this little 12-year-old ghost boy hanging around me that she sees. In your and apartment. Let's be In clear. my apartment. Yeah, in she your did, apartment. <laughs> she did say in my apartment. And I said, Karen, my apartment is not old. It's it's on the newer side. So I thought I was safe from any lingering ghosts. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter how old or new your residence is. You could. She told me I picked him up along the way mm -hmm. somewhere. Do you remember she said that? Yes, yes. I was like, said you him up. And now he has a crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, you guys could listen to it. It's re It was really creepy. I kind of started freaking out and then I felt bad because I was like the little 12-year-old ghost boy who she said she thought his name was John. Um, I thought he was going to like retaliate because I was kind of like freaking out. And she said that he was laughing and he's going to leave. That's what she said. I think she yeah. said he's going to leave. So I don't he said know he could leave here. you alone if you wanted him to. But then you felt bad. <laughs> I did feel bad. And actually, when I hung up with you guys, like from the live, I kind of like was talking to him. I was like, John, I like kind of I still felt bad. I felt bad I that I was like had such like a visceral reaction to his presence. Um, anyways, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm very into the paranormal. So I hope people that didn't know that don't think I'm like a wackadoo, but <laughs> are you into paranormal stuff? So much. Absolutely. Okay, yes. So that's why it really freaked me out. And I was like listening while I was making dinner and I'm looking around my apartment and I'm like, who's here right now? Because my mom and I are very paranormal and she's come to visit me a couple of times and she's like, there's something like there's somebody in this space, but they're protecting you. So it's like a safe spirit, but there's definitely something spooky going on in my apartment. So it just, it, it really uh, got me going. I was laughing, but then I was also nervous. <laughs> Okay, so next time Karen is on, I know it's like the end of my season there, but I'll be somewhere, if not back on Spotify. Um, come on and let's yes. find out about your apartment. Let's ask I her. I absolutely need to. Okay, cool. Um, okay, well, let's get into the pop culture stuff. The first little announcement I just want to make. Um, I want to read this message I got, and it kind of like made me feel bad. Um they said, I love this account, but really disliking the reporting on the Queen's funeral and Harry, just not really the point. The Queen's legacy of service should be the focus. It's a hugely emotional time in the UK and the Commonwealth. Um, so I did want to apologize to any followers I have that are British or respect and observe the monarchy. Let's say respect that. and observe the monarchy. You know, I wasn't saying anything bad I felt 
I wrote back to this person and I said, I understand that, but Americans look for the drama in everything. And I really think that's the truth. And that's why there are so many headlines, which is all I did. I just reposted a headline about the seating arrangement Mm -hmm. of Harry and Meghan. And as an American, as someone who is not royal and as someone who doesn't understand royals, like I saw the seating arrangement and I thought, oh, that's shitty. They can't sit in the front row of their grandmother's funeral because that's how I'd feel. But I understand that there's protocol. So I just want everyone to know I understand there's protocol. I was just sort of like giving my American opinion. Yes. I mean, okay, a couple of things. I'm Canadian, so we are part of the Commonwealth. We're very, you know, in tune with the monarchy and what's happening. But it is extremely polarizing. But this is what I will say. And I'm not trying to take away from this person having strong feelings about the coverage that you did. But you are only covering the same things that like the Daily Mail, Sun, everybody is posting in having comment, like having commentary on Meghan and Harry, because again, no disrespect to the royal family, but that's what people want to know about. They are the ones that draw headlines and clicks. So I don't think you were that offside and I appreciate you apologizing, but I think you were just going with like the flow of the media because so much of it was around Harry and Meghan. Am I mistaken in saying that? Because I don't think I am. No, you are spot on in your assessment. And also, again, like I understand my commentary on it, which was really not extensive. I think Mm -hmm. I just said it's shitty and it's sucky. (laughs) That was like the extent of my commentary. I was looking at it from like a familial point of of view, not a royal point of view. Because again, I'm American. I don't follow, you know, that type of government or whatever you know, protocols that they put in place. Like, I don't understand that. And I do know that that it's in place, but I was just speaking kind of from the heart rather than from literally what was happening, which also I just, so everyone knows, nobody can agree in my DMs on what exactly the seating arrangement is. Like some people said it was from age. Some people said it was from ranking. Some people said this, some people said that. Like there wasn't, I know there is one answer, but I don't think, Everyone is agreeing on what that answer is. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is either, to be honest. I thought at first, because I was reading through your stories, that it was like, who is in line to the throne? But then somebody said Zara Phillips was sitting closer to Wills and Kate. And so I'm not sure. But what I know for sure is that all of that protocol has been mapped out by the queen and her staff four years. And so whatever that seating arrangement is, I don't anticipate that it would have been any different with like... Well, I guess not any different. If he was still a working royal, it likely would have been different. But once he decided to step down and no longer be a working royal, then that obviously changes. Yes, that was another point that people were making. And I just want to say, like, I appreciate everyone trying to explain this to me in the DMs. But (laughs) you don't have to send me DMs explaining this. It falls on deaf ears because I don't know all the players. Like, I don't know all the names of his cousins. I literally know Harry, Meghan, Kate, and Will. That's it. I don't so people will send me like you know like family trees like written out and I'm like oh god like I just don't understand it's not something like I'm personally interested in which is why I really don't post a lot about royal stuff it's I know the fan bases are crazy and yes that is one reason but another reason is I just don't follow it so I don't I'm not educated on it and there is a lot of 
specifics that you need to know. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's deeply rooted. Like it's going back, you know, generations upon generations. And if you make, I, I cover a lot of the Royals on my TikTok and on my Instagram, but like if you make a mistake, to your point, there is a very intense niche, like gossip audience that they will come for you in the comments. So I can completely, you know, empathize that you don't want to cover it because it's tough and you have to be like spot on specific in your research or else they're coming for you. (laughs) Right. They'll come anyway. Like it doesn't matter. And like everyone was totally nice. Like I didn't get mean DMs because Mm -hmm. everyone was just trying to explain to me. But again, like it's confusing if you don't know all the players and I feel bad because people are writing paragraphs and paragraphs trying to explain, but I know I'm not going to cover it. I know I'm not going to retain what they're saying. So I just want to say, I appreciate it, but you guys don't have to. They can send it to me. Try to, okay, yeah, send it to Lex. Um, okay, let's get into some updates. The first let's update, um, Chase Stokes has kind of been MIA. People have asked about him from time to time. There was a period where he was filming Outer Banks. Chase Stokes is on Outer Banks on Netflix, for those of you who don't know, um, where he was seen a lot on the weekends in between yep. filming. And then he sort of like fell off the map. Well, someone saw him this past weekend. I got the sighting late. So it was after Sunday sightings. Um, it was in Charleston, South Carolina, and he got a tattoo. He was at a tattoo parlor hmm. and he got a new tattoo that said something along the lines of people are strange, which oh. yes, correct, Chase. So are they still, they film there, right? In South Carolina? They film there, but, but they're, I think they're done filming. So, oh, he's, so he's still there. I think so. They could they could still be filming. Or doing like reshoots or something. Yeah. Maybe. But I just want everyone to know he's alive. Okay. So he's alive. Thank goodness. Yeah. I don't watch that show. I really tried to get into it, but I'm not able to. I'll give it another go. But is he the one that kind of looks like Steve from Stranger Things? Do they have the same sort of look? Kind of. Maggie yeah. Brown hair. Yeah. He's yeah. cute. And was he was dating Madeline, which I was obsessed with. When they were yes. dating, I was really into it. And then was he briefly dating uh, Steve Jobs' daughter? Yeah, see, you know. Okay. Okay. So I know I know the gossip. I don't know the show. (laughs) That's okay. Oh, well, he's alive. That's great. He's a cutie. Yeah, I don't know who he's dating because I know that's going to be the next question. I have no idea who he's seeing. He hasn't been linked with anyone new. Um, Madeline was seen with Jackson. She's dating, um, I don't know if people know him, Jackson Guthy. Like he I think he's a singer, I think. Okay. He's very cute, but I think she is still dating him because she was seen with him a couple weeks ago. Okay, great. As long as they're happy and on set, I feel like, again, I've been reading from reading your stories, they might have been a little bit awkward with each other, but then they were fine. So hopefully everything is all good between Chase and Madeline. Yes. Well, that was also highly debated because I had people who were on set messaging me saying me that there was an awkwardness and then other people who were on set saying that there was no awkwardness so to that I will say that awkwardness is in the eye of the beholder and it's all about perception so some people might have felt that it was awkward on set and some people might have felt it wasn't that doesn't mean either are right or wrong both things can be true exactly (laughs) um okay so there was a podcast episode I think it was last week god I don't even know anymore it was the voicemail episode I believe it was last week and somebody asked about Aubrey Plaza and I said that I had recently received a DM about Aubrey Plaza that I couldn't find for this specific episode the voicemail episode but I found it great so 
I wanted to read it. Um, okay. It's not great. <laughs> oh, <This God>. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is alleged, obviously. Um, this person says, hearing from multiple people that Aubrey Plaza was a full-blown nightmare on the set of season two of The White Lotus. Oh, shamelessly trying to get her male counterparts to flirt with her. And when these men wouldn't do so, she'd have a full-blown mental breakdown and wouldn't show up to work the next day. Also heard that when she would show up for work, she wasn't exactly herself. But season two looks amazing regardless. And I responded, what? Does she have this rep? And the person said, I mean, yeah, she's sort of a nightmare. And I said, I didn't know that about her. And this person said, I have friends that were on set and said that there was even some sort of sit down talk to her about her behavior. Oh, my God. I mean, that's I would have never looked at her and assumed that, you know, oh, I would 100 really kind of. I feel like she would come in and be professional and like leave and go about her business. I'm staring at this DM. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I believe it. I, I'm trying to think like, would someone have it out for Aubrey Plaza? That I could see. And would send like a scathing DM that was exaggerated about something that happened. I mean, listen, I did hear that the first season, the set of The White Lotus was like a little crazy, but in a good way, like yes. nothing bad, like fun. Like hedonism. <laughs> they were just yes. like partying when they weren't yes. working because they were all stuck there and it was COVID, but it was all positive. Exactly. So I don't know. But when I get DMs like this that sound like pretty unbelievable, you know, that she would act like this, I, I, I really do ask myself, like, is there someone out there who has it out for this yeah. celebrity that would want to say these, you know, you know what I also think about like if I'm thinking back to like Parks and Rec's days it's like I don't really know if she keeps in touch with anybody from the cast and I feel like a lot of that cast stayed in touch with each other or like you'll even see like Amy Poehler and like Ben Schwartz who was oh my god what was his name now it's gonna anyway I didn't watch it okay so anyway so like a lot of the cast still interact with each other on social media or things like that and I don't know much about her social media at all I don't know if she has it but I don't feel like I've seen a lot of people promote or support anything that she's done so that could also be indicative of her behavior or her attitude and then I feel like there was this one time when like Chris Pine post Guardians of the Galaxy Jurassic Park, they like presented or had some reunion at like the MTV Awards. And like they were they were both awkward to the point where I was like, did they used to hook up on set? And now he's married to like Katherine Schwarzenegger or whatever. And I don't know. There was like a few things that I'm like now pulling out of my memory that I'm I'm thinking maybe she's a little problematic. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reaching. I think she's just awkward. I'd have to go back. And if you guys want to go back and listen to the voicemail episode, I did I did reach out to someone about her who works in Hollywood and asked what they had heard of her. And I believe that one of the adjectives they used to describe her was awkward. So, awkward. Oh, Chris yes. Pratt. Chris Pratt. I think I said Chris Pine. <laughs> you did say Chris Pine, but I knew who you meant. I knew yes. who you meant. I, knew I have you meant Chris Pratt. Pine on the brain. Like everybody thinks that he's in his 
less attractive era. And I'm just more and more attracted to him with his Jeff Bridges shag. Just I like it too. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Have you heard, I haven't, but have you heard why he wasn't at the um, Don't Worry Darling premiere last night? No. And then didn't he also cancel on like Jimmy Kimmel or something last minute? He He posted that. I just, I don't know, man. I think he's one of these guys that He's, you know, been in the industry for so long and he's like, I don't want to get involved in it. So maybe after everything that happened in Venice, he's like, I'm not showing up. I don't want any memes. I don't want whatever. Because he was also on this um, MTV podcast, Happy, Sad, Confused, and he was talking about how he recently got an iPhone from his flip phone and it's like consuming his life. Like he's like, I know everything about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and blah, blah, blah. So maybe after Venice, he went on a rabbit hole of looking at his own sort of internet culture, meme culture, gossip, and he just doesn't want to do it. I don't blame him. I Maybe he didn't want to be asked about Spitgate, and I don't blame him. It's like stupid. It's over. Also true. I you wouldn't know. want to deal with that either. And Karen said no spit. Sorry, I keep I keep referencing that. Oh, my nice. God, that's right. I totally <laughs> forgot. So you guys, last night we asked the psychic what the spirits – Sounds so crazy for people who aren't into this. I know. We asked the spirits if they thought that Harry really spit on Chris, and the spirits said no. They said no. So they said no. So it's and so it is. So it's official. (laughs) Speaking of Harry, I posted something about Harry and his co-star Emma Corrin, who is in My Policeman with him. Um, There was a rumor that those two had hooked up. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X.
When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. I had received an email last week and it was in You've Got Fucking Mail about them hooking up. And I I wrote in my own words underneath the email that I had heard this also. I just hadn't posted it yet. Someone sent me a DM months ago that they had heard that Harry and Emma had a little thing. They didn't know the timing. So everyone assumed that it was while he was seeing Olivia. And oh. also I think that I had posted that it was during my policeman and my policeman was shot after Harry and Don't. Olivia got together. Well, somebody saw all these posts and they responded. And when I say somebody, this is somebody who is a very reliable source. They said Harry and Emma hooked up before he was with Olivia. So they did hook up, but it was before he was with Olivia. So there was no cheating. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. So a couple of you, you posted a video of them at some award show and they were walking, holding hands and they looked really close and cute. So I feel like, yeah, they probably hooked up, but you also go on all of the time about the whole term of casual sex. Can I say that on the podcast? Of course. Okay. Okay. And so like maybe him and Olivia had hooked up and then him and Emma hooked up, but then Olivia and him got more serious. But maybe it was all casual and maybe there was like stuff happening in the mix. But I don't really get the cheating vibe from him. And if he was, quote unquote, with two women at the same time, I feel like he would be pretty open and honest about that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, also, they could have not been exclusive. I mean, yes. it, 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 there was no overlap anyway, but I'm just saying like in general, like not even for Harry, but just for when we're talking about celebrity relationships and trying to figure out timelines, like two celebrities could have hooked up and then one of those celebrities could have been seen with somebody else after that. But that could mean that there was no, you know, exclusivity or monogamy to begin Happening with. So at it all. doesn't matter. Right. Mm hmm. Um, sorry if that sounds confusing, but that's, <laughs> that's what I meant. Well, speaking of Harry, I also got like a, a funny little antidote about him. I just want to read. Um, somebody texted me and said they worked in a strip club in London in 2016 in, I'm going to butcher this, Leicester Square. Okay. Yes. All my, all I, my I also British- 
Oh, is that right? I think it's like I think it's like Leicester Square. Oh yeah, Leicester Square. Um, I don't know. We're so sorry. <laughs> oh God. I mean, listen, I, I butcher words all the time. I admit it. Oh, same. I made a TikTok where I was talking about how the Queen was uh, passed away in like Edinburgh, Edinburgh, and I said it wrong, and people came at me, and I still, I, I'm too nervous to try and get it right now. Oh, I correct it because listen, we're all human. We make mistakes. Like I've recorded whole podcast episodes and have said the celebrity's name wrong. Like Skylar Aston. I think I called him Skylar Austin for like <laughs> the whole episode. And I like literally was like, I'm a fucking idiot. So I went on my Instagram and I said, hey, I made a mistake. Listen, we're all Perfect. human. Um, Anyway, wherever this is, lie. Chester Square, Leicester Square. Leicester Square. <laughs> um, Harry Styles. This was 2016, guys. By the way, um, Harry Styles came in on a random Tuesday with just one bodyguard and hired out the whole back room with a couple of girls for the whole night. He tipped everyone so that no one came back and disturbed them. Don't remember what the drinks were. He left through the back door at 4 a.m. Even his bad boy antics are low key. And I said, did any anything super naughty happened and they said this is the this was the best part mm-hmm. he paid for the cameras to be turned off slash deleted which never happens so I guess we can only imagine oh my gosh but this <laughs> is what it. I'm saying with Harry it's like the man does not have to deny or be in a relationship or whatever like if he wants to go get it he's gonna go get it and he can he's Harry fucking Styles come on you know. know there was like a whole situation happening back there you asked to have the cameras turned off and erased please come on he's a sexual man I know his young fan base just can't handle it they like literally like start convulsing and to which I say like don't follow my account if you can't handle it like don't follow my account if you're under the age of 21 and you don't understand like how relationships work how the world works I don't want to hear it like I get so much hate and it's just like it's just noise at this point but it's like annoying yeah it's because they think they have this image of who Harry Styles is in their mind and it's this like perfect husband coming home every day to dote on them and I'm sorry that is I'm sure you know a lovely sentiment but he's you know just an adult and he's doing his own thing (laughs) exactly well also somebody that I mentioned on the podcast a couple episodes ago about being a little cheeky in the sack was Justin Bieber. And everyone was Mm -hmm. like, why, why did you think Justin Bieber? Why did you think Justin Bieber? Um, And my mind went to, and I've said this before, something that somebody told me about his relationship with Selena, but I also received this DM when I made that list and I just wanted to read it. I didn't read it on the podcast episode where I talked about why my list was my list and the other people on the list were Skylar Aston. Skylar Aston, yeah. <laughs> I've Cara, heard some stuff about him. <laughs> yes, Cara Delevingne and Gerard Butler. When I made the list, somebody sent me this message. Two girls I know from university had a threesome with Bieber at the Hazelton in Toronto after a night out. He wore a sweatband on his head and wrists. He kicked the girls out after one of them straddled him and tried to bite his neck. Oh my God. Which is funny because somebody else told me of a similar story about Justin Bieber. Someone they knew had 
had relations with him and I think they like bit him or oh, got gosh. a little rough and he said something like ouchie that, oh, no. <laughs> that hurt I swear hey, to God. he doesn't like biting he doesn't like biting now we know <laughs> <laughs> ouchie okay the next oh, thing God. <laughs> that would immediately I'd be like I have to go <laughs> but can't you totally picture him being like yes. ouchie I know I'm it was so good um <laughs> Okay, so the next <laughs> the next thing that everyone's messaging me about is Paul Wesley from the Vampire Diaries announced his separation from his wife today, what? I think, or yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, okay, people were asking me in a Q&A earlier in the month if he was divorced, and I said, no, he was not divorced. But that didn't mean that I didn't think he was separated Mm-hmm. because I was hearing that he was out and about without his ring and somebody sent me this message that he was spotted with model Natalie Kuckenberg two days in a row while he was in New York City a couple weeks ago promoting his bourbon um, I mentioned it at, at the end of an episode a podcast episode a couple weeks ago but I think people missed it because it was at the way way end mm-hmm. and now everyone wants to know about Paul and that's all I have there's a picture oh of him walking with down the, the street with this model yeah natalie cockenberg you guys could look her up um that's all i have on that and then the last thing before we just get into some more topics is um i just want to talk quickly about john mayer and Kristen cavallari yep about how they went on a date it kind of got out there that they were dating i don't know if it was just me talking about it was it on tiktok or anything or was i just doing all the blabbing I think you were doing all the blabbing. I didn't see a ton of John and Kev okay. on TikTok personally. Okay. Because then a couple days later, they unfollowed each other on Instagram, oh. which I thought was shady. So I had heard that it's over. They went on a, a, a date or two dates and then it's over. But somebody sent me this email and I can't tell if it's a fan or not. Um, okay, read it. They said that they are still dating they just want everything to remain private and that they unfollowed each other on purpose so that people didn't think they're dating anymore see that's what I was going to say because I feel like I feel like Kristen would stay following each other but I feel like John Mayer would be like we need to unfollow each other this is like too high profile right now and I don't want to deal with that shit so like I could fully see them unfollowing each other but still having some type of situationship or relationship for sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, I I did hear from one very reliable source that it's over, but I didn't dig deeper. So I guess there is a chance that they're still seeing each other and the unfollowing was to throw us off. Yeah. I just, I don't know. If they stopped following each other, do you think that they would unfollow each other? I'm very, I feel like Kristen has like big dick energy and I feel like she wouldn't give a shit about unfollowing somebody to be petty. So I don't know. I'm like, for me, no, I feel she's like- petty. No, she's really? Oh. Come on. Do you not forget like her, some of her classic lines on Laguna and the Hills? Yeah, but she was like acting. Oh, please. <laughs> acting oh, like damn. herself. Yeah. Acting like herself. Well, <laughs> shit. All right. Well, you know what? Then maybe she's – either way, I think that if they're together, he was like, we have to unfollow each other. And based on what you're saying, if they're done, she's like, I'm unfollowing you. Fuck off. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I think they would be a really hot couple. Can I just say that? Like, I think that they would be a smoking hot couple. I'm not into it. Why? I don't know. Something about <laughs> it just rubs me the wrong way. 
Are you a John Mayer? Like, do you find him attractive? I do, but that doesn't mean I don't want him to, like, yes, find love course. and, like, have a girlfriend. I'm not, like, psycho. I just, like, I think he needs – and, again, I don't know either of them personally. I just think he needs someone deeper. And Kristen okay. Cavallari does not seem like a philosophical deep thinker, and I think he is. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can back that. I think they'd look attractive together. I guess is where I'm coming from. I'm in my mind. I'm like thinking about them walking down the street in paparazzi shots, and I feel like they look hot together. But you're right. He definitely needs somebody a little bit more intellectual, if you th- if you will. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. If she's not smart. She's obviously very smart. I mean, look how long she's been in the public. Oh eye yeah, off of a reality show she filmed in high school. Um, I just, I don't know. I think I see him more with somebody a little more earthy, I guess. A little mm-hmm. more crunchy. You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. That's what like, I see. Um, who was that girl that was on Big Little Lies? Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I could see that. I could really see that for sure. Yeah. Um, well, TBD, like I got this email and I was like, fuck, like, I don't know what to think now. I was like so convinced because like, obviously my source was reliable or else I wouldn't have like point blank said that it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't tell if it's a fan just like fucking around with me or if really that's the case. Um, time, will so, tell, time will time tell. Time will tell. Okay. Let's get into Adam Levine. Jesus. Okay. Can I also, before we just close, say that last year I was at the US Open and I was in like a box with Paul Wel- Wells. Wesley. And I like watched the Vampire Diaries and I loved the show, but he is so goddamn hot in real life. Like I couldn't even look at him. And I was like surprised with myself. And that's all I wanted to say. Just giving him, you know, credit where credit is due. (laughs) It sounds like you're a little happy that he's single. You're like, (laughs) I mean, I'm not upset about it. And in my mind, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, was he wearing a wedding ring? Was he checking me out? Should I have talked to him? Anyway. You never know. He when is we're going to run into each other. Insane. Yeah. Were you team Stefan or team Damon? I was team Stefan. Same. Yeah. Always. Same. Just had a soft spot for the guy. Same. I think it <laughs> says like a lot about you, like what team you're on. Oh, like yeah. Those two. I don't know. I think certain certain types of girls are team Damon and certain types of girls yeah. are team Stefan. Now, I, I don't know which type. I'm just saying. I think there's like energy you def- want in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a divide. Um, okay. Well, let's okay, get into Adam. You. You're, oh, you're so welcome. Listen, I love <laughs> Paul and anyone who's following his private, he has a private Instagram story friend list that he posts to is it's hilarious. Have you ever seen the TikToks? Yes. He's so funny. He's so funny. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
So back to Adam. I think that we should just start off by saying that he's made a statement. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everyone has seen it, but let me just like quickly touch on it. It says, this is from Adam posted on his Instagram today, Tuesday. A lot is being said about me right now. And I want to clear the air. I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. And then he goes on and on and on. Um, Mm -hmm. This is the, this is the point that stuck out to me the most him saying I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. Well, I've heard a lot of stories about Mm -hmm. Adam Levine. So I'm wondering how long this period lasted. (laughs) The whole time (laughs) from when Maroon 5 really blew up based on everything, the DMs I've gotten, texts I've gotten from friends in LA. Yep. Like this man. And to, again, like, there, you had posted stuff about like, oh, they have an open marriage, open marriage. So what stuck out for me was him saying, I did not have an affair because I'm like, was it an affair if their marriage was open? So he's like kind of, you know, getting out of, getting out of like saying that he was unfaithful by like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, whatever. A technicality. A technicality. Yes. In the language. And so- I'm curious. That made me believe more that they had an open marriage because this man, it was not just Sumner. Like so much came out. And again, like so much came out on TikTok, in your DMs, mine, but like texts from friends that I, I refuse to believe that he never stepped outside of his marriage, whatever the parameters of like their marriage are or is. No, I, I agree with you. And I just also, I did get this piece of information I just want to read before we move on. Um, I heard that he had already gotten Bahati's approval with naming their third kid Sumner, if it's a boy, because I don't know if you guys are up to speed on this, but the whole thing that threw the girl who went on record saying she had an affair with him over the edge was that Adam reached out to her and say, Hey, do you mind if I name my kid Sumner? Cause her name is also Sumner. Mm-hmm. But this person is saying that Adam had already gotten Bahati on board with the name Sumner for their third kid, but only for a boy because he had her convinced that it was in tribute to his longtime love of the musician sting, whose real name is Gordon Sumner. Which what? is why he said he only wanted to use it for a boy. Yeah, this is what I heard. So oh, I don't know God. why he reached out to this other Sumner saying, do you care if I use your name when it was already decided? Yeah, it's very bizarre. It? It's just very, very, very bizarre. I mean, he was probably doing it for attention. Like he I wanted guess. to reach back out to her. But I don't know if you saw, um, I think her, is it IG Famous by Dana? You know, she does all of the like plastic surgery. She posted that another girl came forward and in her video, the girl shared like Adam sent her um, an IG story video of him talking to her. So like you cannot deny that that is fabricated or anything like he's talking to the camera and the girl posted it. So like, what is this man doing saying that he's not having an affair or maybe he's saying he didn't have an affair with Sumner, but like. The man's stepping out. Undeniable. He needs to take that back. Well, I think it goes back to saying, you know, 
to what you just said about the parameters and and what people define as an affair or mm-hmm. not an affair. I mean, I could redo. Let me redo a couple of DMs I got about him. Um, he asked a barista at one of his favorite L.A. coffee shops for her number in person. She was 19, but not sure he knew that. And then started asking for pictures over text. That was four years ago. The other was with one of my hairstylist's other clients. He reached out over IG and she had some sort of sexting relationship with him while he was on vacation with his family two years ago. So again, like texting, pictures, sexting. I don't know. Like maybe in Hollywood that is That's not just kosher. Like that's just. Yeah. Yeah. And also I wanted to say, I know I said I thought their relationship was open. I heard from a very reliable source, not open. Oh, there's not. Come. open. It's just not a secret to anyone in the industry. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems just like, you know, he likes to DM. This yes. guy loves, loves to DM. Um, here's someone else. Um, I know someone who is sleeping with him for almost a year while Bahati was pregnant with her second child. So I'm not surprised one bit about this news and believe the rumor. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. No, I think to your, like, I think, you know, we've cracked the case that he stepped outside of their marriage, but I think to your point, what is also confusing is like why he wrote this girl being like, by the way, I want to name my kid Sumner. Is that cool? When he's like already had the decision to do it. I'm like, are you doing that? Cause you want attention and you're trying to reach back out to this girl. Are you doing this? Because like, you don't want it to come out that your baby's name is Sumner. And then this girl puts you on blast, but like either way, you kind of got screwed, man. And you know, deservingly. So I just feel bad. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for Bahati. Yes. Yeah. Cause she's pregnant right now. This is so stressful. I know. I started getting information about like old school information about him. Listen mm-hmm. to this. I don't know if anyone has heard this. Um, someone said allegedly he was with Eva Longoria while she was with Tony Parker all through their engagement and a few months into their marriage. The paps caught them. Adam paid them off to not publish and Eva made Adam write an email stating he'd never take another man's woman. What? <laughs> That is so bizarre. But again, I know. I put it past these celebrities. They're all like emotional it's so and crazy. narcissistic. <laughs> like, it's so crazy on. what goes on that we don't know. And I said, wait, what? And the person wrote, anon, anon, anon. And I was like, I asked permission. I said, can I read this on the podcast? Yes. And they said, sure, you could say it comes from a legit source. I mean, it's just so crazy what goes on. That we don't know about. Here's another one. Now, mm-hmm. I this was a blind item. Okay. This was from okay. November 2020. It was a blind item. I can't say the woman's name in the blind item because she gets really fucking pissed when I post about her. She literally tells me everything I post about her is like considered defamation to the point where I had to finally be like, honey, you need to fucking look up the definition of defamation. <laughs> Like, I'm not defaming you. I'm just saying that you're, like, hooking up with these different celebs. So I can't say her name. I told her I wouldn't post about her anymore. Um, So we'll call her, like, a mid-B-list movie actress that all you guys know. Okay. So my girlfriend is in the same social circle as mid-B-list movie actress. In 2015, actress 
showed texts from her trip to Vegas where Adam Levine was texting her being a super creep and asking her to come to his room. Actress was pretty disgusted of his behavior because he was married. And if I remember correctly, he had a baby on the way. He was thriving on the voice and painted as such a devoted husband to Bahati. Could never see him the same way on the voice again. So this was an actress like that all you guys heard. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the man obviously loves the attention of other women. Yes. Yes. Okay. Has he taken it past that? He's saying no. He hasn't. You know, other people, I'm sure, would debate that. I mean, he's saying no. And maybe, sure, maybe it goes as far as, like, him just texting for attention, saying, like, I want to fuck you or I want to name my child your baby's name, whatever, whatever. (laughs) But, like, the man clearly, and I'm going all armchair therapy here, but, like, the man clearly needs the attention and validation from these women that he's hot while trying to still portray this, like, I love my wife and I have the perfect family and yada, yada, yada. But like, I can't, I cannot get on board with this. I think that like this type of man is my peak, most frustrating, annoying man, because it's like, you have everything. Don't seek affairs because you need attention. Go to therapy, like stop, you know? I just, it's so creepy and gross to me. Creepy is a perfect word to describe Adam Levine based on what I've seen on social media in the last 24 hours. Well, isn't that the whole point of celebrities? Like they have everything, so they need to take it to the next level. They they need to have something that they can't get or that's beyond what they have. And I mean, I just think his wording, I don't, I'm assuming that a publicist helped him write this, but his wording is very interesting. I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. I'm going to say that again, because like, how long did that period last? Because mm-hmm. these stories are, are spanning years. Yeah, his apology is giving Justin Timberlake circa New Orleans drunk and holding hands with his co-star. Like, it's just so similar to me. I feel like he copy and pasted certain parts of his apology. But I swear too, though, I don't know, like, your expert opinion. Do you think a publicist, like, helped him write that? Because it didn't feel very strong to me. I think that a publicist either wrote it or a publicist tried to write it and he said, fuck it, I'm doing it yes. in my own words. But yeah. I don't think that it was a combo. I think that either somebody wrote the whole thing and he just posted it or he said, I'm not listening to anyone who's advising me. I'm speaking from my heart. Um, and I think what that's what it say. was. I just don't think I, I would think a publicist would write this in a different way. That's just my opinion. There's parts Agreed. of it that are interesting um you know he does say that he didn't have an affair but he crossed the line so what does that mean yeah doesn't i know it's like maybe he's just trying to mind fuck us with words clearly you know like because obviously (laughs) we're trying to decipher what this says based on what he wrote what and based on all the information that i feel like we know you know it's not like it's just this one woman Sumner it's like there are many rumors about him so oh my god the way that your like dms or your instagram stories just like blew up with story after story after story I was like 
okay, come on. Like, this is cringe. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was getting so many more DMs. I just like wasn't posting them all because it's like, can you beat a dead horse at that po- at that point? It's like we all get it. Like Adam Levine likes to slide into DMs of hot women on Instagram, which goes back to my point, which I try to make all the time. You don't need Raya. No, you just need Instagram. Yes. Okay. Wait, I have a question. And if you can't answer this, that's fine. But I want to know if you got any DMs or if you can remember that corroborates some of the texts that I got talking about how when they were like on tour, he would invite or his team or whoever would invite girls back to watch Superbad. No. Did anybody say that? (laughs) No, but I love it. I love it so much. Solid okay. choice. Solid <laughs> movie know. choice, by Excellent the way. Excellent movie choice. Like that I can get behind. <laughs> what was the story there? They would just go back. So and he'd watch invite the them back to watch Super Bad and then he'd like pick one of the girls that they invited back and bring her to the back back of the bus. With him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That sounds like a move. I know, right? Like, I mean that that again, that's like a very typical rock star yeah. type move. You have people pick the girls out of the crowd, bring them backstage or to the tour bus, whatever. But it's like, there's just too many. There's too many stories for me to think that this is untrue. Like these allegations that these women are making are false. Like they're true to me based on the facts I've seen. Right. And also I think that there's a little bit of, um, you know, we're being a little bit stereotypical, like you said, like a rock star, of course it's going to happen, which isn't, isn't an excuse. I just think that we're just desensitized to it at this point Mm -hmm. because we've heard this story before. What's that Taylor Swift song? I I think think I've I've seen this film before before. and I didn't (laughs) didn't like like the ending. (laughs) Yeah. That's literally this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like nothing new. And it sounds like his wife. And from what I heard, everything's solid between them she's not flipping out she's not like you know leaving him like everything is solid and I wonder if part of that had to do with the statement wonder if he was like baby you know I'm so sorry I'll put out a statement I'll like I'll shut this down and she was like okay and so because honestly like I do I will give him props like we haven't seen a cheating apology on from a celebrity on IG as as long as I've been doing this I don't know yeah can you recall one I think the only one like and again it was um Justin Timberlake he posted the notes okay to his Instagram story but that was years ago like I don't know and then I mean how many times can we talk about Tristan Thompson? Did he ever post anything on stories? Or <laughs> Probably like, not. I, I can't no. even remember. It's been so many times. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no oh, way. Oh, God. Oh, those two. I mean, um, listen, no. also, I just want to say about those two just quickly. Like, if Chloe and Tristan get back, like, I, I feel like as a society, we need to just, like, agree that we're not going to give her shit. Yeah, we just have to move on. Like, we yeah, can't like, really. Yeah, like, just let her live her life if that's the decision that she wants to make. And I'm not saying that she made that decision or that decision has been made. I'm just saying, like, I'm just, it, it's, it saddens me because she's been through so much. It's all been public. If I that's, know. If that, in her heart, if that's where she feels like she wants to go for the sake of her children or whatever her reasons are, I think that we need to just accept that. It's not our lives. 
Exactly. Let it go. That's all we can do. Yeah. We just have to pay no mind and accept it and move on. I agree. Chloe, we got you. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's exactly how I feel. Like, it's kind of like how I f- feel with the whole, and I've said this on my Instagram, all the Leo DiCaprio memes about mm-hmm. him not dating anyone under the 20 under the age of 25 like it's not funny like who cares let him do what he wants to do if it's consensual and it's legal who are we to say go off yeah go off go off go off put those headphones on baby get to (laughs) it (laughs) exactly like who are we to say I mean I know like a lot of what I'm saying is you know, going in one ear and out the other because the For internet sure. is like the most judgmental but place. This but is, you're entitled to it based on your very extensive knowledge of what is happening behind the scenes. But I agree with you. Like I'm not an ageist or anything whatsoever. It's just like, let it go. Even the Gigi thing, I was like, I don't really care about this. Like, <laughs> Right. I don't either. And people are now saying it's PR. It's PR. They love to cry PR. PR for what? PR yeah. for who? Like what, what PR? Like it's they're two people. They obviously like to hang out together in New York. They're mm-hmm. always with groups of people. Also, I don't. I've never really received a sighting where it's just been like the two of the them. Two like, of them. No, I think they just like they like to go out. They're hanging out. There's other people around, mutual friends. Do you know what I mean? And it's like for all we know, Gigi just wants to learn more about climate change. Like, maybe, and I say yeah. that as a joke, but I'm also serious. Like, we have no idea. They're hanging out. They're they hanging out and it's totally fine. Out. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? In a couple weeks, they might not be hanging out. I don't Correct. think they're – right now, it's anything serious. That's, Agreed. That's what I think. I mean, he just got out of a very long-term relationship. And this is my prediction. He'll go off somewhere to film a movie and it'll fizzle out. Mm-hmm. That's I my prediction. That. Unless she makes it a point to visit him or if the movie's let's say filming in the same city she just happens to be in I, that's yeah. what I predict happening okay you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> well, well how do you feel I agree with you I mean I think and again like just looking like generalizing from what we've seen like it doesn't feel as though they are deeply invested in pursuing this as like a relationship we haven't seen anyone leave anyone's apartment We've seen them out in the evenings. Like, I think they're just hanging out in the same circle. Maybe they're hitting it off or getting to know each other. But I don't think that it's anything that either one of them are, like, taking super seriously right now. Like, he just got out of a relationship. She has a small child. Like, she can't just be – and I know she's a celebrity, but, like, you know, she spends a lot of time on that farm. Like, I don't think she's the type of person to just be gallivanting around um, and leaving her kid to follow Leo around wherever he's vacationing. If she – you know, if the timing aligns or she can dip out somewhere and dip back, yes. But I just don't see it as like the super serious thing right now. Agree. We're on the same page. Yeah. Um, okay. The last thing I want to quickly talk about is Saturday Night Live. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. 
Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. (laughs) I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth? Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. It was announced yesterday that Chris Red is the latest cast member to be leading Saturday Night Live. It's like mass exodus at this point. So I had to ask someone what the fuck is going on. And this is what one of my sources said, which I thought was interesting. They said, there's not a ton of love for Colin Jost, for starters. He's behaving as the heir. Meaning the heir to Lorne Michaels. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's been widely discussed. I don't think anything officially. I think like widely discussed, meaning like rumors and on fan mm-hmm. pages about Lorne Michaels, who's going to take over for Lorne yes. Michaels when he leaves, because I think he's always said he was going to leave after what year are they on the 50th year. Um, Oh, my God. I think they're on 48, 40. 48. OK, so maybe he's leaving at 50. So that's what this person said. There's not a ton of love for Colin Jost for starters, and he's behaving as the heir. And I said, so is everyone jumping ship because he sucks? And they said, 
not quite sucks, just does that obnoxious old boy network thing of having definite favorites. So he Mm. caters to some and not to others and can really just be a dick. And then I specifically asked about the please don't destroy guys. People shorten that to the PDD and everyone Mm -hmm. was messaging me. I think I put something up about them and they were like, what's PDD? So please don't destroy is a comedy group consisting of three men, Ben, John and Martin, um, who they began collaborating as students at NYU. And now they're writers for Saturday Night Live. And yeah, I they think blew they, up on TikTok and Twitter during the pandemic, and SNL hired them. Right. Well, also, one of them is a Nepo baby. I was going to say, isn't the yeah. John guy a Nepo baby? Yeah. In so, some sort of world, yeah. Right. So I asked, what about the PDD guys? I heard there were some accusations against one of them. And this person said, there was a blind item about John Higgins. I think all those guys are douchebags, but he's apparently the worst. And then they go on to say, Jost is heavy on the frat boy shit, which really went against what Tina and then actually Seth built. Kate and Addie were over it. That's why they I could see that. That was one of I the reasons why they left. Yeah. So it sounds like Colin Jost is like, rubbing some of the peeps, some peeps the wrong way. So I heard that it was Keenan Thompson that was being put into succession to take over for Lauren. That's why he stayed there for so long. But maybe now it's like not a competition, but like they haven't, Lauren hasn't decided yet, but Colin is acting like he's already sort of like won the bag and has an arrogance about him. Yes. That's, you just basically summarized, I think like what that person was saying. Yeah. You heard that. You heard that as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that would be super, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to deal with that either. And I feel like, especially if he's playing favorites, what's even the point of my being there if I'm not like getting stage time. Right. Right. But like, I also am curious, where do these people go after SNL? Like obviously Kate McKinnon, AD Bryant, like AD Bryant has her own show. Kate McKinnon is super famous. Same with Pete Davidson. But like, Chris Redd or Kyle Mooney, like, what do they do after? I know that they do a lot of TV work, but, like, don't they have to go back to auditioning or doing stand-up or things like that? Like, I just feel like it must have been really bad for you to leave. Oh, for sure. I mean, but also, you know, don't forget that that working on that show is grueling. So I think it just, like, takes its toll on people. But, yeah, people go back to stand-up. They get a series. They get a movie. I mean, I think that's the hope. I'm sure Mm – there's more money in leaving in leaving. Yeah. You know, to have that on your resume, forget it. It's like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you're solid. I'm not the best person to be talking about this because I don't watch any of the current seasons. Really. I don't think it's really that funny anymore, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but I do think that it sounds like some of the people that have left recently probably would have stuck around longer if things were a little more harmonious behind the scenes. That's just yeah, my hot take on everything I've heard. No, I agree. Um, I am like, I'm a big SNL fan. I watch it. Like I don't stay up, out, up on Saturday night, but I'll like record it and watch it on Sundays and stuff. But like, it's definitely not the strongest that it's been. But I think it's also problematic that you have all these players coming in and out like on rotation. So you don't have a lot of time to like get to know them and they're comedic personality. So I'm very curious what's going to happen this season because I feel like a lot of people are going to be new and like no one's going to be really invested in them. 
Yeah, there are going to be a lot of new people. And I think I even posted that Lauren and Colin were seen scouting. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, it was in one of my Sunday sightings. And I thought that was interesting that Colin was along doing that. So um, before we wrap, there is something Mm -hmm. that I just want to say. In last week's voicemail episode, somebody asked about Blake Lively and... I, you know, I kind of went into this whole speech about Blake Lively and how she had this reputation to kind of be not so great to work with mm-hmm. earlier on in her, in her career. And now that she's older and more seasoned, that's changed. I didn't lie per se, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lie per se. I didn't lie per se, but. I stepped I feel like outside I- of the parameters of my marriage. I didn't have an affair. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, I didn't lie. But after I recorded the episode, I kind of felt bad because I don't think that I was being as transparent with what I know than I that I could have been. And then somebody sent me this DM. I'm going to read it. And the reason is because, like, I think you guys know if you've been following, like, I'm a huge Blake Lively fan. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear bad things about her. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. She's just someone that like, I just want to think that. I was bummed out, like not bummed out. Congratulations to her on being pregnant, but I was bummed out that it was going to push back a simple favor too. Oh yeah. I I loved that movie. It is such a good movie. I agree. Okay. So this is what somebody wrote and I feel like it wouldn't be in true like demois fashion to speak not acknowledge it yeah not acknowledge it because I do like to show both sides like yes people have said that Blake Lively is lovely and she's wonderful to work with but this person says this hello this is probably my first DM ever but I had to write I was just listening to your most recent podcast and you were responding to the voicemail regarding Blake Lively a very close friend of mine is a VP in the entertainment industry. There are a few people on her. I will never work with them again list. And Blake is at the top. This is from working on a movie with Blake in the past five years. She says this is well known amongst all major studios. And she is referred to as, I hate to say this, like the devil. What? (laughs) She said, please. That is anonymous. Um, I wrote the devil and the person said, that is what she said. She called my friend quite a few horrible names, um, in order to get her way. She said she was honestly one of the worst people she's ever worked with. And she has worked with pretty much everyone. Oh, and I asked permission to repeat. And the person said, yes, that is why I sent it to you. I mean, listen, I I don't know. I've never heard anyone called that name before. I I can't imagine that she's that bad. I can't. And I won't. And I don't want to. I know. But (laughs) But in I refuse. In these situations, I'm like, maybe Blake Lively is like a better actress than we think. Because there's no world that I would go as extreme as calling her the devil. You know, like when you see her in the public and everything like that. So that's so crazy to me. I would never, ever, ever peg her as the devil. I know. I was so that sad hurts. when I read it. I was so sad when I read it. And then, of course, I start to like think in my mind. I'm like, OK, again, like and I know I use this excuse a lot, but I really do believe that it is hard to be a woman in any industry. But to be a woman in the entertainment industry 
mm-hmm. must be hard as fuck. And it must be, you have to be a certain way. Like you, you have to, to be successful. I mean, of course, yes, you could be a certain way, but still be nice and not the devil. But I don't know. I just like, I feel like I want to give her the benefit of the of, doubt. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I agree with you. Like it, this is the thing too. It's just like, I hear what that person is saying and I don't, I believe them, but like, you know, maybe it was a situation on that set where she had to be super assertive because she wasn't being taken seriously or something like that. Again, I think we're giving her a lot of leeway, but still I'd be inclined. Like, I want to know more about the situation because calling someone the devil is super extreme to me. I know. And the thing is, you know, when I recorded the episode last week, I kind of said that, you know, she had grown up and she had changed since her gossip girl ways. But to be truthful, there were a couple DMs that I've gotten throughout the years of her, you know, being hard to work with in her later adult years. So I think I kind of just like sugarcoated it because I liked her. And after I recorded it, I was like, that wasn't very truthful of me. So... (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> cleanse your sins you've come clean I know, thank you I'm so much so, I'm so sad I still I'll still watch a simple favor too and I'll watch you know almost Wait. anything she's in um, I love her in the t- is it the town yes oh my god like so good I yeah. love I know so good that's so sad all right well now we know thank you for sharing oh you're welcome I did it <laughs> did feel like it felt like I just confessed my sins. So yeah. thank you. Do you feel lighter? Do you feel lighter? <laughs> no, I feel sad <laughs> now. <laughs> but I feel sad that I had to read that. But I just felt like, you know, I always show the good side and bad side of people and just let the audience make up their own mind of what they mm-hmm. think. Um, and a lot of the times I just say, you know, I say people are human, so they're going to be both ways. But um, I think that I really did like sugarcoat my Blake Lively answer last week. So I had to correct that. So there you go. You course corrected. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Well, we're at the end of the episode. Can you can you tell us what you have going on? I feel like. Oh, my gosh. I see you all over TikTok. I love your TikToks. Thank you. I um, I mean, right now I'm just on social media, TikTok, mostly Instagram, I will have things to talk about soon, but I actually, I hate saying this, like I can't talk about them right now, but more to come. We can chat about it. But right now I'm just keeping up with the news, you know, like summer ended and I feel like we got into September and celebrities just woke the fuck back up and I cannot control how much information we are receiving on a daily basis. Like I can't believe it. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot going on right now. I agree. So I'm just doing my thing and, you know, open to coming and chatting with you anytime, listening to your do me after dark, freaking out about ghosts and uh, loving it. I appreciate um, you coming on last night. Yes. Um, well, so come fun. back when you when you can make your announcement. Okay, done. We'll do that. Or, you know, if you have an announcement you want me to promote on Instagram, you know, I'm always there for you. Thank you. Um, I will let you know for sure. Yeah. Let me know for sure. And thanks for coming back. It's always so much fun talking to you. It's so fun talking to you. Thanks for having me. Okay, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. 
This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.